0: Do you believe in your business and want it to grow quicker? Make more sales, scale the business? (laughs) Yeah, me too. I just love helping women in business and I want your business to be the best it can possibly be. You can expect truthful accounts of the highs and lows of business. Struggles, traumas, epic highlights and priceless moments. I'll be sharing how this busy mum scaled a business from a local class in a village hall to 60 franchisees internationally. So let's get started. I'm Charlie Day, and you're listening to the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast. Before we start, I have to tell you about Haley Merrick, hormone health coach. She is the womb wise woman, weaving two decades of clinical and natural health expertise to transform you from hormonal mess to hormone happiness empowering you to release overwhelm, manage stress and balance your hormones in a way that nourishes your mind, body and soul. Providing 12-week coaching packages and online membership, visit loveyourcycles.co.uk for more details and to book your free trial session. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneurs' Growth Club podcast. I am so excited to have Anna Green with me today. I'm really excited about this conversation because Anna loves sales, and we're about to find out if she loves sales as much as I do. Um, So hello, Anna, and welcome. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm great, thank you. So start by sort of telling my listeners all about you and your journey into business.
1: Okay, so I have been in business for myself for 16 years, very long time now. I started off as a direct seller, network marketer, whatever you want to call us, Um, way back in 2005, selling cards on a uh, stall at a market. Absolutely loved it. Always been into sales, always loved selling to people, and that fit around the kids perfectly, really. So it was just the ideal thing for me to do. And as my kids grew older and I became a bit more confident with it, I decided that I would take it further. Um, Started up with another direct selling company and worked my way to the top, treating it as a business rather than a hobby and um became very successful at it and then two years ago decided that I actually wanted something of my own something that I could scale a bit more and set up a mentoring and training business teaching others in direct sales and network marketing to sell and recruit and build a team um through good sales techniques rather than icky spammy ones <laughs>
0: <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> love that <laughs> um <laughs> So as you know, I run a franchise, Phonics a Robot Reg is a franchised company. And and um, what I like about the franchise model, which is similar with network marketing, is that it does give people that launch pad into setting up their own business. So at first, setting up your own business can be really overwhelming. And it, there's so many things. And you, you probably as a mom at home, you don't think, oh, I know what I'll do tomorrow. I'll set up my own business. But going into network marketing or buying franchise or going into a network that already exists and launching from there is such a great way of doing it and and obviously that's how you've done it
1: yep yep just the same everything else is provided for you so you don't Don't have to worry about particularly the the product side of things the same or stock or or worrying about where your branding's going to come from and you've got that backup and that support of of the company that you're you're with that will be able to help you with all that so you're not going it alone but you kind of are so it's that middle ground yeah and I found that really really helpful because I have no business ideas before
0: and did you get to a point where you were like I'm ready now. I am so ready. I know that I'll be fine to run my own business. Or was it more gradual? Or did you never feel ready, but you just thought, ah, I've got to take the plunge, otherwise I'll never do it.
1: With the direct selling back in 2005, I needed something that would fit around my kids and my husband. Uh, My husband's in the REF; He works shifts. He can be away for months at a time. So it needed to be something that fit. And a normal job would never do that. It, It just would never fit. And I fell into it. I just happened to see somebody else that was doing it and thought, actually, I could do what they're doing. When it came to setting up my mentoring and training business, that was a gradual thing as well, because people from other Facebook groups that I was in, people in in the real world at business networking, people in other network marketing businesses were asking for my help and I I was giving it away. (laughs) I thought, this is just ridiculous. I could be running a business doing this, I could be making money like a a sideline income doing this let's do it so so yeah that's how that happened it was totally like natural I suppose a natural thing to do
0: and that's amazing isn't it when one thing just leads into another that's happened throughout Mm -hmm. my life I started off as a party entertainer and then I ran a party agency and one thing led to another and then I run a franchise company and now I obviously run the Entrepreneurs Growth Club and it's so fluid and it's just lovely when that happens isn't
1: it yeah absolutely lovely and you know it's the right thing to happen at the right time then mm. nothing's been forced it's come naturally it's it seems quite intuitive yeah i really do like it when it happens like that That's good. so let's talk
0: a little bit about sales because it's my absolute power subject i love it <laughs> give me your top sales tips anna what are you saying what 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 should i do to increase my sales
1: sales tips be you have fun solve people's problems create a need and a desire and and just build relationships if you build relationships with people you'll then know what their problems are you'll know what their needs and desires are therefore you can offer that to them you can offer a solution you can serve them and you can help them that's that's it
0: I always say (laughs) I always (laughs) say sales is easy if you just know how and that in its simplest form is just like people have problems you have a product or service that like solves some people's problems go out find those people solve the problems and it'll be a no-brainer for them to buy from you
1: rather than see it as asking for a sale see it as offering a solution and sales just then becomes easy peasy.
0: And did somebody teach you that or did you learn it on the job?
1: Um, a bit of both, I think. I mean, cool. when I was 13, I was already in sales. I used to work in a sweet shop. Then I worked on a market stall selling pet food. Then I went from flunking out of school doing my A-levels to working in super i So I've, I've kind of learned along the way how to do it but not necessarily been taught it officially if you know what I mean yeah and I've learned what works and what doesn't and that's why I now pass it on to other people
0: and so I love social selling direct selling whatever you want to call it but I'm just gonna put out a little bit of a controversial
1: say it it. go on say it
0: (laughs) (laughs) a little bit of a controversial one so I'm with you like it's all about relationship building I'm up for for personal outreach outreach to those people if you have got a reason to believe that they need your thing but what I'm not up for is receiving 10 messages from network marketing people on a daily basis to see if I want to join their company and obviously they don't follow me because they'd see I haven't got time to sell anything more than I'm selling and it it does annoy me when is that going to stop how can we change the industry moving forward so because I I can't see that they get any results maybe they used to but I can't see that they that they do
1: these days it it is painful because (laughs) you see so many people doing it and they've been taught that way for years and the companies are teaching it and the network marketing gurus out there are teaching it oh yeah let's add friends Let's go and message them, copy and paste rubbish, join my team, buy my stuff, nearly swallow them. <laughs> it, it drives me insane. And my mission is to change that because there is no need for it. I've done 16 years in the industry and I have never once had to add some random person as a friend and send them a cold prospecting message. It's not needed. And yeah, it might've worked way back in the days of the you know, double glazing salesman knocking on your door. Cause that's basically what it's like, isn't it? You know, they used to knock on the door and try and sell your stuff at your door. That's all they're doing. I and mean, it's just horrendous. And coaches do it as well. Coaches are being taught to do it. Business coaches. And I get umpteen, Business coach friend requests because that's how they're being taught to do it. And it, ah, <laughs> no, it drives me up the wall. So, yeah, my mission is to change that because it should be about relationship building. It should be genuine and authentic. And I'm so pleased that you're on the same page. (laughs) Um, Yeah,
0: and I I do love love network marketing. I love the whole idea behind it. I think there's some amazing people doing an amazing job of it. I've got people in my community, people on my mastermind and it's a really good way of learning how to run a business. It's a really great way of making loads of money. And I do believe that sales is a numbers game. It is a numbers game. It absolutely is. But what you've got to fill your list with is good leads. There's no point in copy and pasting a message and sending it out to 100 people because you would be far better off researching 10 people who were really good leads. You know, if somebody... It's like this podcast, right? I get a lot of people who reach out to me and ask to be on my podcast. And I've got thousands of people in my community. I've got hundreds of women who are in my paid community who I would want to be on my podcast before a randomer. But there are some people who will reach out and say, oh, Charlie, I've been listening to the Entrepreneur's Growth Club for six months now. I absolutely love it. This episode was great because of this. This episode was great because of this. And I think I could bring this to it. And this is what I would talk about. I've had maybe three people who have reached out in that way. Most people just copy and paste like I want to be on podcasts. Can I be on yours? No. why would i have you on my podcast what's in it for me what have you done for me and I, and i think that that is such an important thing to remember when you're selling that that the customer wants to know what is in it for them why should they read your message why should they respond to your message and when i started out in the entrepreneurs growth club i used to respond to everything but now i get so much and we get so many posts trying to sell things um directly into the group that we can't get back to them all but I always say selling is not selling. Like don't actively try and
1: sell. Absolutely. Totally and utterly agree. And you get so many people who just think that it's okay to go straight into people's inboxes. You wouldn't like ask somebody to snog you on their first meeting. (laughs) You just wouldn't do it. It's the same thing. (laughs) It's just not the done thing. It really isn't. And it's so old fashioned and it's also when you think about it from a mindset point of view if somebody comes into a business into a network marketing business and and they're underconfident and they're told to go out and copy and paste a message to 50 of their friends asking them to buy their stuff and they just get rejection after rejection after no after block after ignore after ghosting it's, how does it make them feel it doesn't make them feel successful it doesn't make them feel happy it probably makes them feel degraded and and upset and lost and it's just a horrible way of teaching people how to build a, um, a business when all you need to do is actually go and make some friends genuine friends and talk to them about what you're doing in a nice way and and show them what you've got that can solve a problem and, and be friendly and fun and and it's just so much nicer just don't understand why people think that it's acceptable to make people like copy and paste message random strangers or even their best mates about a job opportunity or a product it's
0: odd isn't it yeah but on the flip side of this so yeah I find that there's like this aggressive sales technique that's going through network marketing. But on the flip side, I deal with um, a lot of people who just do not ask for the sale, you know, they have got lovely product, great service that they offer. They're brilliant, they know exactly what they're doing. But their biggest problem when it comes to sales is that they don't ask for it they don't tell people they don't lay it out in black and white and it's almost like the other extreme to this very let's copy and paste and send it out to everybody so what's your advice to those people
1: I think a lot of it is a mindset thing so when people think they're asking for a sale they they fear that rejection and they fear that they're not going to get anything so they don't ask so they don't get the rejection so, a lot of the time, it's changing that thought process from asking to offering that serve and that serving mentality. So, if they can change the way that they start to talk about their products and services and start to think of the benefits and the solutions that it's providing and the results that they can get, rather than selling the product, it makes it so much easier to have those conversations. And then when they do follow up, when they get brave enough to follow up, they can then say, well, actually I'm not going to ask for a sale. I'm going to offer this amazing experience, this solution, this, this thing that you so desperately need, because I've, I've built this relationship with you and I know what you need. Then when people say, actually, that's not for me, they're not saying no to you personally. They're saying no to the, the solution or the offer. And it's learning that in your, in your mind somehow, that actually, if you, if you don't ask, you're never going to get. But if you offer, then, yeah, they, they might say no. But at the end of the day, they're not going to say no to you. They're saying no to what you're offering. And it's less personal somehow. Does that make
0: sense? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. And I say similar thing to our franchisees. So obviously Phonics with Robot Reg, we offer phonics classes, but it's primary school teachers predominantly who come into our network. So primary school teachers are like the complete opposite to salespeople because they've never had to sell their, you know. So it's a really difficult mind mindset shift to then be asking for money and, and taking money in return for your services. But I always say, if you don't tell people what you've got on offer if you don't tell them that there's this amazing phonics class that could teach their child how to read and fall in love with literacy then you're doing them a disservice you're you're the selfish one you're the selfish one for not saying hey this is who i am and this is what i've got to offer because if you don't let people know then they will never know that that problem that they have can be
1: solved with your product or service absolutely and it is in that little bit brave and starting somewhere and seeing what happens and if you put those messages out there in the right way and it's from that serving point rather than that selling point if people will buy people will start to interact and they'll be interested in what you're doing and then it is just a case of making sure that you do that key bit which everybody forgets about following up and then following up with that person who is expressing an interest and saying look this is what the offer is is it something you're interested in and that's the bit that people are quite scared to do they're quite willing to put themselves out there sometimes but when it comes to actually going to somebody and and offering that sale that's where it all falls flat
0: yeah I'm constantly constantly talking about following up and closing it's so important (laughs) in your sales process. that That's the key part. This is like where the magic <laughs> happens. Let's do it. So there are a lot of people in my community who work in network marketing. So what would be your advice for someone who's listening to this and thinking, yeah, I want to increase my sales. I want to maybe they're thinking oh my gosh I've been doing exactly what she's saying not to do I've been copy and pasting the messages and sending them out and not getting much results and actually I feel like giving up I'm so deflated what should I do
1: first of all it isn't the only way of getting sales if it's that situation there are other ways and if you want to learn them come and find somebody like me or Charlie that does sales training a different way because there is other ways and yeah the company might be telling you to do that another guru might be telling you to do that your upline might be telling you to do that but it isn't the only way um and we are proof of that uh, if it's um biggest tip you want for network marketers that would be to go out and learn how to do the trade learn it properly and learn from somebody who's been there and done it in a way that resonates with you And don't think that actually just because you're stuck with a company, you have to follow their training. There's so much training out there that you can access for quite cheap or even free that will really help you build that network. And I
0: think no matter what industry you're in as a small business owner actually I'd go as far as to say just as a person you always need to be learning and growing and the the sales tips that we give out now or the network marketing tips that are out there or how to launch or how to market your business or whatever are constantly changing and I this is what I always say you need to make sure that the people you are following are keeping up with that they're always doing the relevant training they're reading the books and listening into the podcast and doing the courses because it's always evolving and the best businesses are the ones that keep up with that. They
1: don't keep up, they can't keep up with the rate that social media changes because if they're at, you know, the top of this big company with tens of thousands of consultants, network marketers underneath. They can't possibly keep up to date with everything. So you've got to take some training elsewhere. You've got to set your initiative, go in and, and go and find what works for you and what will keep up to date with with the technology and the, the ways of selling on social media and, and through email marketing and how to launch your products and things because, yeah, it changes pretty much daily.
0: <laughs> so you seem like you really know like what, to do and how to make sales but has it always been like that obviously like you said at the beginning you were a mum you had a husband who was in the RAF so you were juggling a lot of different things so talk to us about like a time where it was really hard or where you didn't know what you were doing.
1: Yeah, So I joined a company and I got very little support I I just clicked through um, and well got actually I was going to say I clicked for a website I didn't I had to phone up because they didn't have a website (laughs) it was that long ago good grief so I phoned up the head office and said this is what I want to do and and they signed me up so I didn't have some support or anything like that it was very very different back then in 2005 so I was on my own I learned as I went along from what I'd already known from doing a bit of shop work, which was basically you buy some stocking and you sell it on. And that's what I did, but pretty poorly to be fair. And I just learned as I went and developed things that worked. I kept going with and tweaking things that didn't work. I didn't. And yeah, I I did pretty badly. <laughs> Pretty badly. I had no concept of stock control whatsoever. I was pretty much spending everything that came in back into the business all the time and just didn't get it. And it took me a good few years of trial and error to actually realize, well, you know, I'm not making much money from this. Yeah, it might be fun and it's a bit of a hobby, but actually, it's just not going anywhere. And it wasn't until I got some real training and, and went and found people that could help me from outside of the company that actually things started to move and things started to really build and grow. And I treated it as a business. And then it was that moment, it was probably about 2010 that I realized that this was going to be my income. This was going to be my way of getting a better life for me and my family. And yeah, it was that learning, treating it as a business and, and learning how to run a business rather than have a bit of a hobby and make some money and that yeah it's that mindset shift at that point
0: and i think you've really hit the nail on the head there it's about coming at it as though you're running a business and sometimes yeah. i feel like network marketers apologize for what they do which i never think you should um and also say things like it's not really my business it's not a real business and and actually you need to step into that and go no i am a business owner it's the same if you're a franchisee or a licensee you need to step into that and own your piece of the pie and really have a plan to move it forward and make it as profitable as you possibly can
1: yeah and so many people think that network marketing is not profitable and it is, I bought a house with my network marketing business. I, I paid for my family to go on lovely holidays every year. I, you know, I've I've earned more than my husband in the RAF running a network marketing business part-time around my kids. Amazing. So it can be done and it can be done heartfelt and down to earth and without this nonsense that goes with network marketing that other people have this image of how we run our businesses, which yeah, is true for some, but not for all. And once I started treating it as that business, that's when that started to happen. Because I was I think, the same. Oh, um, it's just a hobby, something that I do to fit around my kids. I know. No, It can be massive.
0: Yeah. And as soon as you start to believe that, that's when yeah. it changes. And if yeah. you are listening to this and you're in network marketing or any business and you feel like, oh, I'm not making the sales that I want to business is all about how many times you get knocked down. Not not how many times you get knocked down, but how many times you stand back up and go, okay, I tried cold calling people. I tried cold messaging people. It didn't work. That's fine. I'm going to move on. I'm going to try something new. I tried this big, amazing thing. I spent all of this money on Facebook ads. I did this thing. It didn't work. You just got to keep on getting back up. And like I say, we're, it's all about creating a sales strategy that works for you time and time again so that sales aren't coming as a surprise, but they're very much planned out into your strategy. But it can take a while to find that for your business. But it's about trying all the different avenues that you can and just getting there in the end, like you obviously have.
1: Have that sales strategy in place so you know what you want, short term, medium, and long term. And just go for it. And don't think that you're not good enough and it. Oh, only the best can get to the top. I was a mum. I had anxiety issues, tiny kids, hubby that worked away, nothing special, don't have any massive like degrees, no business acumen, nothing. I had nothing. Anybody can do it. You've just got to want it enough and then be prepared to put the work in.
0: Yeah and it's so true you say that because they'll be like oh it's only ever the top 5% of the network marketing well yeah it's only the top 5% in life but the great thing is that
1: anybody
0: anybody and I am
1: proof of that I am proof of that so, I'm nothing special
0: <laughs> Yes I love that I absolutely love that you're so inspiring and it's it's so good to hear that I think as a as a fellow business owner like I have done hard stuff I've come from nothing I've not had time I've been you know having children and doing all of that and but you are here and doing amazingly well because of it wow as you know I always end my podcast with the same three questions and this one is no different so tell me Anna who inspires you?
1: inspires me? My daughter inspires me um she's 18 years old She has worked incredibly, incredibly hard over the past few years to get amazing results for her GCSEs. She's grown up with a hubby, with a hubby, with my hubby, her dad never being there because he's always off with the RAF here, there and everywhere. She's constantly positive. She's just the most positive little girl I've ever known um she's been through lockdown doing well she's she's just finished her a levels and she's been through her a levels and she has had literally six months at school and she gets some results next week no next month and is hopefully going to university and she's my inspiration she's why I do what I do
0: And I bet that she is like that because of you and everything that you have done to show her how great a role model you can be. The fact that you have run this business with your hubby, not been there and everything.
1: Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. But she's she's just such a little inspiration. And I'm just so proud of it.
0: Oh I absolutely love that and so um, I'm always reading, always got a book on the go, I love Audible but also equally I read the books so tell me what is your favourite business book?
1: Without a doubt the Sumo book, Shut Up Move On it's called by Paul McGee. Paul McGee is an absolute mindset genius and if you've never read anything by him go and find him. Um, The best book I ever read, it completely changed my mindset and when it comes to sales, and that um, that rejection, that fear of rejection, absolutely amazing. And even for everyday life, you know, when somebody says no to you, if somebody or something doesn't go your way, shut up, move on. Paul McGee, definitely the best ever self help book.
0: Wow, what a recommendation! <laughs> and finally, what is one piece of advice that you would give to a fellow entrepreneur?
1: Always have a goal. Always, always have a goal, whether it's small, whether it's big. Don't fit yourself into a box, though. Don't think you've got to have this big 10 year goal if it scares the living bejesus out of you. Have a small goal, even if it's a new handbag, even if it's a takeaway for the family once a week, even if it's just to buy a new pair of shoes, but always have that goal and work towards it.
0: Anna, I literally feel like we are two peas in a pod. Goals, sales—we yes. could go on for. I need, I need to come and have coffee with you. We've got so yes. much to talk about. Um, tell everybody where can they find you on social media. Where can they follow you? Where can they get hold of you if they want your amazing advice?
1: So I'm mainly on Facebook. Um, Direct selling success with Anna Green. You'll see a picture of me, so it should be fairly obvious. Uh, and yeah, um, I run a business called The Success Lounge, which is found at thesuccesslounge.podia.com. If you want any more information about how I can support you and help you with your network marketing business.
0: Fabulous. And I will drop all the links below so that you can see those things. Thank you so much, Anna. You have been absolutely amazing. Thank Thank you for having me. No worries. Do you feel confused about marketing? Are you fed up of feeling invisible and getting little or no interaction on your social posts? If you want to get better at marketing your business, come and join my free Facebook group, You Can Do Marketing. It's a friendly community where I share tons of easy to follow and action marketing tips to help you grow an audience who want to buy from you. So who am I? I'm Claire Black, mum of two, and I help women who love the business they're in, but feel like they're wasting too much time on marketing and just not getting anywhere. I teach you step-by-step the marketing skills that you need to go from feeling confused about marketing to confident and crushing
1: it. So what are you waiting for? It's time to let the business you love flourish. Join my Facebook group, You Can Do Marketing. See you in there.